Today, Mike and I are talking about purpose and sharing some of our deeply personal stories around what purpose means to us, why it's important, and how we personally stay on point with our purpose and the things that we put in place. Mike, I think I'll hand it straight over to you, mate. You are an extremely purpose-driven human. You know, it seems to the best of your ability. I'll just go and go with that judgment. You are deeply honest, deeply vulnerable, deeply, I would say, sensitive to life and to all it brings and you sit where you need to sit for as long as you need to sit how do you stay on purpose and what some of the things that have shaped you to to stay on purpose what's coming through is me sitting in everything that life presents all of you know and I, you're 100 percent right thank thank you for those reflections um and that feels true for me as well but i do constantly navigate things i'm constantly throwing myself in front of a bus which is you know, fully loaded. And that is my purpose. That's what I'm here for. So me self-navigating, self-exploring, collapsing timelines, collapsing my identity and my perception and perspective of the world as I once formally knew it is my purpose. And the reason I sit with that level of darkness is so that I can help others maybe not have to traverse, traverse so deep, maybe not have to go through so much pain, or at least sit with them as they navigate that level as well. I've got the roadmap. I didn't buy it, I walked it. And when you and say <laughs> constantly throwing yourself in front of a bus, that doesn't sound like fun to me. It doesn't sound like something that I would necessarily choose, although I do choose to do it from, from time to time, maybe not as often as you. So why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because it's my purpose. Mm -hmm. you know, and there, I have my, my highest value is growth and personal development and evolution, making mm -hmm. a difference to humanity. So growth is a big part of that, to keep growing and keep evolving. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. Like any, the law of nature is if it, if a plant is not growing, it's it's what is dying. Mm. You know, the day that I was born was the beginning of my death. Okay. The bullet that has been, the bullet that was destined, you know, my favorite, right? That um, the bullet that is destined to kill me has already been fired. Mm. And I have this finite period before it hits, which I don't know when it arrives. Mm -hmm. So it's my soul's path to evolve as rapidly and as what I'm now asking for is a little bit more smoothly <laughs> as possible. Um, but it's been in me since I can remember, since my early days at school, I didn't believe in the schooling system from a very young age. So I sought, oh, how else can I learn? And then I got outside the schooling system and dove straight into the mind and the psychology of the mind and NLP and understanding the brain and how it works and the pathways. Mm. I was at 20 and I remember there was a year that I did a workshop every weekend whether it was on money, whether it was on finance, on sport, it was on something every weekend for a year. I was in a workshop, three-day three day events. Mm. I feel like I'm still doing it. Yeah. It's been a lifelong pursuit. It's kind of a really deep and almost dark way to say it and also deeply inspiring that, you know, the bullet's already been fired and when it hits, I just don't know when. It's kind of like, oh, that's kind of sounds really kind of dark and luminous. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, it's got a darkness about it, but it's also got a really inspiring edge for you. And I think, you know, whatever works for you, right? Yeah, I've got a belief that we all have a start date. Yeah. and we'll have an end date what defines us and what is the difference is the dash mm. so we've all got a start date we've got an end date it's what we do with the thing in the middle okay and i don't want to get to that point when the bullet arrives and say what if maybe yeah. you have oh should have missed opportunity stayed mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. and i was given this opportunity to live fully and yeah. for me that fully means to evolve and to grow and to change and part of my purpose is 
to take philosophy or mind-bending concepts, walk myself through them, break myself down, distill them, and then teach yeah. them to other people in a more succinct and um, palatable way of receiving it. Yeah, beautiful, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, my learning on purpose, um, you know, and clarity around that, really, I think it's just been settling in a lot these last couple of years is creating the this, this stability in my life stability um to have that consistency and yeah that's giving me that clarity now um i've had that sort of in a lot of ways touring the world as a musician in my life i always felt kind of stable with that i never felt insecure or not grounded within that even though each day i'd been in a new town or a new state or a new country um i was still deeply grounded in that and i think the the consistent current in that was um music and me touring the world with the same show like every night was new for everyone else but for me it was kind of new in the um interactions with the crowd the place i was and all those things but i was you know repeating i was honing my craft the whole time and i think the one thing that i've noticed um since you know covid i guess and since i've been in one place and now have my beautiful family and my partner and this um home base that i've been able to become really efficient with my time management and my consistency and also now even coming back to getting the clarity around finding that time to work on my mission and my purpose but with like things like 10-year goals and then coming down to five-year goals and then coming down to one-year goals and then one-week goals and then one-day goals and and having that consistency to show up in that has changed everything for me and now Mm. to the point where i've been able to have my gym workouts in the mornings and my you know my study time in the mornings before so by the time i get in my office or in my zone i've had a really clear and whether for some that's you know meditation or whatever that might be um the combination of maybe all of those things whatever your story is by the time i get to share my magic with the world uh Mm. by the time i get into the office or wherever i am at 8 a.m or with my family or whatever it is i'm i've already been through so much to get myself in that headspace that I want to be to then take on the day it's a completely different way also with that having that clarity of understanding you know those days of um how we can spend our days kind of not having clear plans and just feeling like we're spinning in circles don't get me wrong I still have those days sometimes but the more clarity and organized I have with that purpose the more I'm able to get in the office or wherever I need to be that day to be really orientated with clarity um as opposed to spinning in circles I feel like there's three ways maybe we can do things and one would be in and spinning around in circles just kind of going left right and center just trying to find your way through the day to spending your day being like you know looking at social media and youtube and running stories in your head about all the things you need to do and why you can't do it and, and why someone else is better than you or just being real clear and purpose driven with having okay i've got two hours now i'm going to do this thing mm. and for me now more than ever i'm leaning into if there's any if i'm feeling that i'm procrastinating about anything i've got to do it i've got to i've I've just brought in this new rule in the last literally kind of 48 hours where that if i'm procrastinating about doing something that's an edge for me i have to cancel whatever i've got planned for the next two hours to do it and that's Mm. a new non-negotiable and i did it yesterday i canceled some students to to do something um because 
I had to lean into that edge because it was an edge for me and that's going to be a new way of doing things for me and then putting things in place with my schedule and stuff so there's a lot in there but any one of those things I think are, are hugely important but for me those combinations of things feel really alive to share right now and are working like an absolute charm in my life now um, but yeah. it's been years of, of work and planning and um, following my heart to get to place even back where you were touring and you said it was relatively free you said they felt like structure was there and you had you know, the same gig, you know, the music, the crowd reactions and things were very similar as well. So even in no structure, there's still structure. Yes. And it's just a matter of us accepting the fact that there is a structure. But then yeah. I think it was Mark Buros from Yellow Brick Road. Um, he was Donald Trump, the, the Australian version of Donald Trump here. And I think he did mm -hmm. a great job of it. He said routine and structure will set you free. Yeah, 100%. You know, because there's more time, there's more allocation, everything is more precise. And there's none of that procrastination because you're like, I don't have time because I've got five other things backing up onto it. There's another thing that you said or shared was, you know, I used to sort of, uh, my word I'm going to throw over the top of it was be reactive in the way I planned. You know, I just shocked up to the office and saw what I had to do today and I reactively called on that. And now you've moved to a place of a 10-year plan, five-year plan, and you reverse back. And so I could always tell back in finance what someone's blueprint for success was, what someone's blueprint for money was, especially. Because they said, oh, how much do you earn? They said, oh, I earn 50 bucks an hour. I'm like, okay, you live it hour to hour. But I'd sit with the CEO and he says, oh, I've got a five-year plan or a 10-year plan. And by the end of that, I'll have a 1.2 or 1.5 million in cash. Mm. And I could tell their time frame horizon and that's how they would also spend. So the CEO would spend with his five-year, 10-year vision in, yeah. in mind, yet the person who said I worked $50 an hour would spend on the hour by the hour and everything yeah. was like a hot potato would come in and go out. Yeah. So, you know, the, our, our unconscious patterning is always constantly ever, forever speaking to us. It's just, can we be aware of it? And so you've moved into that space of the visionary where yeah. you've pulled up, you've had a look out and you've now got a horizon that you're working towards because when we have that horizon in view, I always just say again, back in finance, if we look after, um, if we look after the sense, the dollars will look after themselves. Yeah. Because we would just have this vision of where we were headed, and we knew that if we did all the little things, we would move towards that vision. But we had to have that five and ten year plan. Yeah. If I just looked at it, what it was today, I'm not going to get there. But when I know that in five years from now, my goal is to have five, ten million dollars then every cent that I have between now and then will have a reason and a purpose and a focus. And yeah. I won't be frivolous with my money because I'm like, that's not moving me towards my five and 10 million. Sure, the watch would feel good instantaneously, instantaneously and now, but it's what is the detraction from my goal? And I think a lot of people bringing it back to purpose don't have that goal. Yeah. You know, if I asked anyone that I've worked with, they have a very clear and succinct purpose, like down to a sentence. Mine's is, mine is to teach, motivate, and inspire people from all around the globe to live life to their fullest potential, the dash part that I was talking about before. Yeah. And once I know that, everything I do between now and then will be working towards that. Yeah. So that, that everything will be looked after in the minutia as long as I've got a big enough vision and understand why I'm doing it, Yeah. which is a lot of purpose. Purpose is built around why. Like Simon Sinek did that beautiful presentation on know your why yeah because uh, your why is your compass yeah absolutely so i think you know an invitation to the listeners right now um what you know what is your purpose and that's that's a huge question i think to take a bit of pressure away from answering that question too is that it can change like tomorrow whatever your purpose is 
right now tomorrow you you are allowed to erase that and and write mm. a, new, a new one over the top you know a lot, i think a lot of people forget that so right now you know what is your purpose you come from your heart if you could do anything in this lifetime anything in this world share your magic with the world what is your purpose right now what's your mm. what's your mission where would you like to see yourself let's let's go 10 years where would you see yourself what would you see yourself sharing and doing in 10 years time and i'm not talking about the white picket fences and the mansions on the beach i'm talking about sharing mm. your gifts and, and that's all part of it too but i think what i've recently started doing as well with those you know different goals um is committing to redoing them you know every six or 12 months whatever feels in the current but at least every six 12 months non-negotiable um and then what i've started doing is breaking down that purpose into categories so those 10-year mm. plans not only go into purpose of um career but all aspects of life so my relationship my fitness how do i see myself being with my body in 10 years time what weight do i want to be what sort of a build do i want to be what do i see my diet being in 10 years time what do i see my bank account being in 10 years yeah where is my house do i have a mansion on the beach in 10 years time mm. um am i still doing podcasts with michael cooper you know all of these things they're on of course, of course so um so these are all part of my 10-year plans you know and and just the more categories i could break it down to even with music you know my guitar where do i want to be with my guitar playing in 10 years and just the more clarity the around all of these things the more excited i am to be in the zone today with you right now i'm excited to get up today i'm excited to get to that next thing of what i'm going to do because you know that's and then i'm going and doing those courses and doing those events and doing those things because i've got that purpose and most of all i'm just bloody excited for life because i've got purpose so back to that to the listeners you know what's what's your purpose what what's what what are you feeling the callings for to get that clarity in your purpose right now yeah i think to even double down on relieving some of that pressure that you mentioned is to let everyone know that wherever they are right now is purpose yeah because if i look back over my life there have been many incarnations of works and careers and different things and every single one of those has been perfectly designed and right on time to get me to write me right now to deliver what i'm doing right now which is still my purpose. yeah i'm never off track we just can't see the divinity in that moment that's right and who would have known that when i was a police officer that that would have served me today who would have known that when i was a trainer that would have served me today who would have known any of these things and all of those things are born from my childhood pains and voids that i need to heal halt and resolve mm. you know the 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 police officer makes perfect sense now you know when i left school my first job was a policeman but when you grow up in an environment where you believe there's a level of injustice it wouldn't make perfect sense that i would like to love serve and protect the community which is the motto of the new south wales police service and prevent injustice i didn't know that at the time we 25 years to figure that out why was i there you know and Yes, I had a logical reason why I was there. I wanted to do a law degree. Well, that's still an injustice that I'm preventing or protecting. Yeah. And so there's there's many logical reasons to it, but the baseline was it was a core wound. So everything you've done, everything I've done is actually to fulfill our ultimate purpose, which is this yeah. mission of life. This is why we're put on this rock. Yeah. So wherever you are, no matter who it is, you're right on time yeah. and you're on purpose. You just need to see that it's not the end point. As Jay said, you can change it, you can grow it, you can evolve it, but the core essence will always be 
very similar. Yeah. And so feel into it. Where where have I been? Because that will be your compass as towards your values and your values will dictate to where you're going. Yep. I think also taking that pressure away of what other people, what (laughs) what you think other people Mm. think your purpose should be because your purpose might be to go and pick flowers Mm. and that's okay. In 10 years time, if your deepest heart's calling is to go and pick beautiful colored flowers anywhere you want to be around the world and that's your mission in this lifetime, then that's beautiful. And Mm. someone might be like, you know, your mum or your dad might be like, well, that's not good. You need to work in a bank or be a police officer or something, right? Yep. Um, Get a good job. (laughs) I I always think of, um, yeah, one of my incredible friends who, um, an ex-partner of mine who was just so happy with her life at a point in time when she was doing exactly what she wanted to be doing, which Mm. was spending days at beaches, basically spending days at beaches and exploring the world and that was her mission and and she was so happy to be around and so happy in her being and just full of joy and full of life and full of love and then after a period of time that that wore off that interest in that mission wore off and a new mission was created and a sense of discomfort in herself doing what Mm -hmm. she was doing that thing was no longer filling her cup and you know that's just the beauty of that journey and a few years of, of that went by and then you know a new choice of creating a new life to feel the new cup and the new journey and the new purpose and then you know possibly in a few years time that'll change as well but i really admired that about her that Mm. that peace and direction and um clarity that all i want to do is explore beaches and find stones (laughs) and driftwood and stuff on the beach and and just be and breathe and be one with nature and Mm. i was like that's freaking awesome and I guess there's part of me that, you know, that is aiming for that in life and I get to fill my cup with that as well. But, you know, there's other things as well that are equally important to me um, these days, other things that are a lot more important. But also there's a big part of me that, that really honors that and has that deep craving to spend hours a day or a week at the beach <laughs> connecting with driftwood and stones and the water and surfing and all these things. So, yeah, interesting. Thanks, courage. Thanks a massive amount of courage to do that. Yeah. It's the societal norms are telling you that, you you know, you should do this or you should do that or, you know, you're not contributing to society if you're not doing this nine to five grind and working in an office under fluorescent lights and selling your soul. Um, it is there are a few courageous souls that go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to walk to the bit of my own drum and collect driftwood. That's right. And that feels good for the window that it feels good. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. I believe we, we actually have like a board of advice. So like you said, you know, like maybe mum said this or dad said be a dentist or dad was a dentist so now you need to be a dentist and you're like hey, yeah. hey, hey looking in people's mouths yeah you know, like, <laughs> but you go do this seven-year degree to do something and pay 80 or 100 grand to do something that you hate and loathe and you do it begrudgingly which is building resentment because you're yeah. doing private blacks and this is why the suicide rate for dentistry industry is the highest wow. <laughs> in fact so, they make great money and morbidly depressed for multitude yeah. of reasons which i won't get into but we have a basically a board of directors that, that sit above us and they filter we filter every decision of our life through this board of directors yeah. and you're not on well that you, you know i say you're meaning the archetypal you're you as in everyone everyone runs their their decision making through the board and who sits on the board is mum, dad preacher teacher or your guru 
Yeah. Um, your partner or your beloved or ex-lovers. It could be a few there. And then potentially someone who abused you, mm. you know, or your oppressor in your childhood, whoever that may be. And you're not on the board. Mm. So you're running this as like, oh, I really want to collect driftwood. Love to just frolic on the sea and collect shells in the ocean and go to a swim every day. I've done it. Fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then this little voice kicks in and is like, you know, you're not a good boy or you can't do that. Or, you know, you should go to school and get a good grade and then you should get a job and you should always pay your taxes. All of these projections, anything starts with should, is someone else's values being projected upon you, which you're now listening to. First thing we need to do is sack the board and lovingly understand that that's the egoic self-creating safety protection and, and certainty yep. and wanting to be accepted by societal norms and sack them all and put yourself ceo managing director yeah. chief auto washer put yourself in all the positions yeah. and run by yourself and yes Definitely. courage and it takes work but the if you can at least understand that that half your decisions are made by projections of other people's values upon you, yeah. then you're not, who are you living for? Yeah. Living for mum, dad, partner. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm guilty. I've done that. Still, I will still do it. I haven't resolved all of that. Um, yeah. I'll be forever doing that. However, um, and that's not to say that mum or dad is wrong. Mm. That's their values. And they all they did was express them. And I took them on board or you or they took them on board as their own. Yeah. It was never meant to be that way. And the freedom comes from that. That's right. Yeah, and I think, you know, putting things in place as we evolve to to make sure, you know, as a kid, you don't really have a choice who your mum and dad mm. is necessarily and, and the people that are of influence. But as as we as we grow, we, we do do that. And we've spoken about this in other podcasts, you know, about what we choose to expose ourselves to and how strict uh, we, we are in, in our choices around that. And that, again, just really supports what you, what you just said, because without that, we're fucked, basically, you know. Yeah. Um, Have you ever noticed how there's a part of us that judges the person collecting driftwood and shells, yeah. but secretly admires them and wish, yeah. God, I wish yeah. I could do that. Even if we say it in jest or we yeah. say it with sarcasm yeah. or either way, Way, many a true word is said in jest and either way there's a deep admiration we just don't have the strength of the guts to do it yeah there's a part of us that has a knowing that they ha are sovereign they have chosen yeah. themselves yeah. and holy shit they are fearless yeah in that yeah, in that realm <laughs> in that way i think it's just that uh, again you know seeing that that shift with that person i was speaking about before seeing the genuine wholehearted 100 percent, i'm in this is what i want to do in my life right now that's what it's about man the actual yeah. thing the, the dentistry or the driftwood you know it doesn't matter it's about being fully in right and that goes across all things relationships and the type of people that you choose to mm. be in relationships with and and everything else you know and and our careers and our friendships it's like really we want to be all in and so interesting you know. so if you're not fully in what are you what's that if you're not fully in what are you half in a little a yeah, little bit fully, in? fully out fully out so you're not playing you're not in the game you're not yeah. in the arena you're actually like there's no vulnerability there's no risk i've got no skin in the game use relationships if i'm not fully in and fully invested how could i ever get any return out of that how where yeah. is the vulnerability where is the scarcity where where is how is it scary how is there, a, you know, emotional vulnerability and depth of relationships? The most, I've always, I know this, I love to the degree I'm willing to be annihilated. Yeah. So yes, I may get annihilated, but the upside of that is I will love to the same degree. Give me that chance every day. At least give me the chance at it. I'd hate to just sign off on assassination. Mm. Let me at least die trying. Mm. 
yeah. give that to me. Let me die. Let me get it, you know, love to the degree I'm about to be assassinated. Yes, please. I think, you know, what you just said about if you're not fully in, then you're fully out. Mm, you know, I get it, but I feel like there's a lot of people that play half-half, you know? There's a lot of people that play half in and half, half out. I love that. So are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? Yeah, well, I mean, you see this in like, let's use a re like relationships, for example, of like, oh, I'm fully in today. And then the next time I'm like, meh, I'm not sure. And then it kind of goes back. <laughs> so are forth, you really you know? fully in? Uh, but then when they're like, so often when they say they're fully in, it's like, wow, you're really fully in, you know? And it seems very convincing or whatever it might be. In the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the same with career and stuff as well. You know, you can be, and you can convince yourself, but maybe just stripping back the layers to come back to the heart. I think at the end, when you take back the, the blinders and the, the story, and the other people's perspectives of what you should or shouldn't be or should or shouldn't do, you know, the answers are in your heart. Mm. I think one way to look at that is not making half in, half out, fully in, fully out as, as good or bad. A, a thing, yeah. Yeah, it's not good or bad. It's understanding how you play. Mm. Where am I coming from with this? Wow, I'm actually a pessimist or I'm actually quite reserved. I'm mm. afraid to lose. I'd rather not show up if I'm not going to win. Yeah. Oh, now I have awareness around how the way I do life. Yeah. And then I can make a decision okay that's really not for me mm. the, the desire for growth i need to look at that for me and say yeah. that's not in alignment with my values yeah that's not me living to so my values and my mission is to teach people how to live life to their fullest potential mm. so if i'm half in well i'm not congruent yeah then i'm actually killing myself in that moment i'm robbing mm. my soul because mm. i'm not being true to me so what's true for you how are you showing up and what's what's behind what's the question behind the question you know am i playing to lose wow so why do i do that what am i afraid mm. of or am I playing to win? Cool. Yeah. What's behind that? So neither of them are good or bad. It's just a, an awareness of how much, how am I in this moment, and what is my underlying essence? Is it fear-driven or is it love-driven? Yeah. Is it driven not wanting to lose, or is it the desire to win or maximize or grow or for whatever? Is it expansive or is it contractive? Okay. Does that align with who I am? No. Interesting. Where was that birthed? Mm. Mm. I think it's more for me, it's not no one's right, no one's wrong. And yeah. the people who are half in are perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Right where they are. Yeah. It just can bring awareness to how do we get there? Yeah. Yeah. And that's really quite beautiful because at the end of the day, then at that moment you get to know yourself just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And our mission on earth is to know thyself. We came here to figure out you know, us as the, the infinite being, as God, or as the universe, or as the soul, or as one or the other, as above, so below, we just came to figure out who we are in this very moment. Michael, always a pleasure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I will see you for another podcast shortly, brother. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you to all the listeners once again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. <laughs>